Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Welcome to this week's podcast and this week we are talking about what do your hormonal symptoms mean? What does the heavy bleeding, the lack of period, the sore boobs the painful cramping, not sleeping, the PMS, what potentially do they all mean? I'm going to share that with you because your body is incredibly intelligent and it is also always communicating with you and our job is to figure out and listen (laughs) essentially but most of us haven't been taught that especially when it comes to female hormones and periods because for the last multiple centuries we have been shamed and all the things for having a period. And just to point out, your period is basically the only reason humanity exists. So I feel like, I feel like we should know it about it a little bit more, don't you think? Anyway, so that's what we're talking about today, which is exciting, but thank you so much for joining me. Hi, happy middle of the year. I'm recording this after the solstice in July, but I, we're halfway through 2022, is that where we are? It's to be honest, it's all a blur. But no, I had some very fun solstice celebrations, celebrating halfway through the year. And I'm feeling good about this kind of next half. Um, although then, then saying that, the last week, um, my son got chicken pox and then um, we've had some childcare issues. And so I'm currently recording this podcast, not in my usual location. So this may sound better potentially, or it may sound worse. Who who knows? Who knows? Um but I hope you are doing well. And thank you so much for being here. Also, if you've never left a review for this podcast, please go to your iTunes app on your phone. Most people listen from their phones and just leave a review there. I'd be so grateful. And do please share this with anybody that, if well, if you like this podcast, which I assume you do if you're listening or still listening, then please share it with somebody. That would mean so much. I do these weekly free podcasts really as a way to Um, educate and teach and guide you through this journey that is really healing and becoming empowered around your own body, really learning and listening and feeling the way that you want to feel. Because I want, I'm convinced that you get to feel better than you do right now, that you can feel good. No matter what your diagnosis, no matter where you are at, when you apply these powerful nutritional science and lifestyle medicine and functional medicine and all of these things, it's it's that powerful. So anyway, I hope you are doing well. Otherwise, I am so excited um, about my summer workshops. This is fun. As of recording this, I've already done the first one, which is the IBS, um, how to be IBS and bloating and kind of like gut health 101. And we have our hormone workshop coming up on Monday the 11th. So if you are listening to this in real, like the time that it comes out, make sure you head to keziahall.com forward slash workshops or workshop. They both take you to the same place um, and book in. You can join the workshop bundle where you'll get access to the replay of the um, of the my brain went blank of the gut one of the gut health workshop and also you'll get access to the next three so the next three summer workshops is how to balance your hormones is coming up next then we're talking about how to create more energy and then we're talking about body fat what's a effective but also really kind way of changing your body composition um because that's something I chat to a lot with with clients and have been working on myself actually in the last 18 months after gaining tons and tons of additional body fat to have my twins and then being left (laughs) with it all (laughs) anyway so 
do make sure you join these workshops. In these workshops, there's teaching. And then the goal is that you leave a, with a clear idea of what the heck is going on in your body. Um, so the goal is really that you feel super clear, that there's no like, oh, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. No, you'll learn a little bit more about what is happening. And then you will also have a clear blueprint in terms of, okay, what actually to do next, what to focus on next, what to you know, all of that sort of stuff. So these will be really actionable. It's not just like, here's some vague information. No, it'll be like, these are the three things to do. This is when to implement them. This is how to implement them. And then there's also lots of time for Q&A. So do make sure you sign up for that. And yes, you might hear my children in the background. That sounds like Luna screaming. I'm kind of hoping that you don't, but just where I am is, there's not a lot of alone space. So I'm just going to roll with it. So if potential children screaming in the background is too much for your nervous system. I totally get it. You could just switch off. But otherwise, okay, leave a review, share the podcast um, and come and join me in the workshops. The last workshop was really fun, really good fun and also really helpful. You know, if you uh, are female and have sex hormones and they're not serving you, then we want to work on that because I really think your hormones, your estrogen, progesterone, all of these testosterone, all of these things are actually really designed to serve you and help you feel good. Like, I honestly think your cycle and, and your hormones can be like your superpower, but we have to heal them and balance them first because you being in pain or you, you know, all the awful symptoms that so many of my clients had. And, and FYI, I used to have, I used to have awful heavy periods, couldn't function without a bunch of pain medication they were irregular at one point and then they suddenly became far too regular and I was getting a period like every two weeks and then they were heavy and then there was pain and then it was all over the place and then oh just all the all the things just whereas now they're not perfect there's still some stuff I'm working on which I'll share on the workshop I'll use me as an example but they are regular they are pain free and they are not heavy which is awesome which honestly feels like such a gift where I'll be like oh yeah I've got my period today and obviously I can tell I've got it, but I'm not like, oh, give me the drugs. I'm a bit like, oh, okay, cool. Hi, body. Thanks for doing this. And also a little bit like, woohoo, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> Which, I mean, I take various precautions to make sure I will never be pregnant again. But, you know, there's just always that little seed of doubt, isn't there? Always. Anyway, I digress. I'm rambling. Let's dive in with the show. Did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list. You are going to feel so much clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feeling really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier and it's going to be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well. But, you know, I'm ramping it up. I'm making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health. And there's twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening. And you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next step for you? 
These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be? And how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, I love what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that or it might not be but you will be clear on what are the next steps I know so much of the time people are googling they're reading they're getting contradictory advice and in the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds so if you want one of these free calls I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and they'll be done on zoom and you can book in at kezia hall k-e-z-i-a-h-a-l-l.com forward slash book so that's keziahall.com forward slash book book in your free clarity call you can also find the link in the show notes on instagram i would love to chat with you these are really fun they're going to be really informative but also chilled zero pressure um, yes, we'll talk about working with me if I think, honestly, that's going to be a good fit. And if you want to, but these are not like, I don't know, high pressure calls. They're meant to be fun. They're meant to be helpful. And I would love, love, love for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease. That's that's really what we want, right? So book your call, keziahall.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. You can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top, book a clarity call. You can book in there. I would love to chat with you. I really, really would. So pause this right now. Pause, go book in, come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. So painful boobs, painful periods, heavy periods, no periods, awful menopause, sun weight gain, cyclical insomnia, cyclical cyclical acne, cyclical anxiety, cyclical anger, depression, low mood, low energy, PCOS, PMS. What do they all mean? Because these are all really common symptoms. Um, you probably experience some of them. Most people do. Um, but I would argue they're not exactly normal. They are your body saying, hey, Hey, Kezia. Hey, there's a lot of inflammation going on here. This is why it's so painful. Or, hey, we're not getting enough of the right hormone. Therefore, we're not ovulating and you're not getting a period. Or, hey, you know, it's communication. But we haven't been taught the language of our bodies. And especially, I think, with females, we this hasn't been an aspect of our bodies. We could argue the female body in general hasn't been appreciated. Um, but this aspect hasn't been, um, it's been shameful. It's been something hidden. So we often haven't grown up knowing a lot about our cycles and knowing how it works. Like a lot of adults don't know how ovulation, what ovulation is, or some people don't even know what a period actually is, if that makes sense. You know, they don't know. It's like your uterine lining shedding. It's not like a blood vessel just like pouring out of you. Well, there is blood vessels involved. Anyway, you know what I mean? So, but I am totally convinced 
not necessarily just through my own experience or not necessarily through all my clients' experience where I've seen this happen, but actually just through like how the body works, just like biology, like just a bit of science. I'm convinced that your hormones can be better. And there's so many things that you can do. But first, you've got to understand of what is going on for you. What are your symptoms telling you? What is the language of your body? What does it mean? So that's what we're going to do today because they can they can improve like my story um if you've been listening along to jess's story on the podcast which i think was our last podcast you know her periods we haven't even done like loads and loads of stuff we've just been tweaking along and her periods are already improving and yep there's room for more improvement and we need to do some more tests but they're already gotten better like there's so much room for improvement and your body is always giving you data the problem is we just don't know how to interpret the data or organize it and yes i run a lot of lab tests with my clients and I do think it's so helpful to test things but I don't think people necessarily always need to get as hung up on them as they do because your symptoms are always telling you so much already the problem is we don't know how to interpret and organize the data that our body is constantly giving us through various symptoms does that make sense so yes excuse me don't know what that was Yes, come and work with me. We can run some labs. We can figure out what's going on. But you also might not need to. You might just need to learn to listen to what is happening, understand what potentially your symptoms mean, and then, you know, do it from that way. Okay, so what do all of these things mean? We're just going to get straight to it. But, oh, just a reminder, though, if you really want to work on this area and... um. You want to know more, join me in my summer hormone workshop. So this is called How to Balance Your Hormones. Um, if you are listening to this before the 11th of July, you've got time to sign up, keziahall.com forward slash workshops. Sign up. This is like, this is this episode is like a little, little snippet. And in the workshop itself, we're diving deep. And you are going to leave with a clear action plan of the three things to focus on to support your hormones, whether you are cycling, not cycling, on contraception or in the menopause. These are the these, I'm really talking about the foundations of hormonal health and I want to share those with you so that you can just know what they are. Um, and if you're listening to this after the 11th, then if you sign up for the workshop bundle still, you will get access to that replay and all the resources and all the goodies that come with that. So do make sure if this is an area that you're like, yeah, Kezia, I would really like this experience of my hormones to be better. I want to learn more and I also just want to feel better because honestly, I um, people don't always believe it now and they're like, you're not in pain anymore. I'm like, no, I used to be in awful pain, like actual pain, pain, and then also nausea pain, not pain, you know, nauseous and just feel awful. And just literally, like I remember being at a wedding once and I got my period early so I didn't have any of the stuff with me. And I went from being like, yeah, wedding, woohoo, yeah, fun times, to I was lying in the nursing, the baby feeding. There was a baby feeding room in this church. And I went in there and thankfully there was no one feeding any babies. And I just had to lie down in the corner until I was like, can someone, I had to text someone and be like, can you go get me some drugs? I need this one, this one, ibuprofen, paracetamol, two of them together. And I just had to lay there. Then they came, gave me the drugs, lay there for about 20, 25 minutes until they could kick in. And then I was able to function normally again. But I was like, I cannot, I, I'm not going to be able to function without this. So um, whereas now I'm like, oh, I've got my period. Oh, okay, right. Oh, where's my moon cup? <laughs> and then I just kind of carry on with my day, essentially, which is great. So there is hope wherever you are at. So what do they mean? So I'm going to go through um, just some general patterns that I've noticed. So these are not... Um, definite this symptom definitely means that so obviously work with your doctor get things checked out do test 
do make sure you get, you know, you have common sense and work with medical professionals around this as well. But these are just patterns that I've noticed um, and that come up a lot in terms of um, my client work and also some of the research. Okay, so quick hormones 101 before we dive in, because we're talking all about sex hormones, blah, 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 but you might be like, don't even know what a hormone really is. So in for the context of this podcast, we're talking about sex hormones, that, but your body has tons of hormones, it's worth saying. But most of the time when people are talking about how to balance your hormones, they're talking about estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, although it's not really a sex hormone, well, anyway, um, follicle stimulating hormone, luteinizing hormone, those are the hormones that we're talking about. Um, in, within the context of this podcast. And a hormone is basically something that um, our bodies produce. So you have glands in your body, like the thyroid gland, and you have like ovaries and the adrenal gland and the pineal gland. These create hormones. And the job of these hormones is to send messages. Okay, so they send messages all around the body. That's a really, really simplified version. Another thing to notice, and if we're talking about some of the basics of hormones, is often we, when we think about balancing our hormones, we think about how much we produce. So how much estrogen are you producing? How much testosterone? How much progesterone? How much are you producing? And pro hormone production is obviously important. But, that, and then this is probably what differentiates me from general conventional approaches to this. In a holistic approach or a functional medicine approach, it's not just about what you produce. It's also about what, what you do with it when it's done, if that makes sense, how you metabolize it or eliminate it. So if you are cycling, you don't want consistent amounts of estrogen throughout your cycle. You're meant to have times when it peaks, times when it drops. So what happens to that estrogen? Well, you need to get it out of your body. You need to poop it out, literally. So metabolism and an elimination of hormones is really, really important. Really important. And it's about not, it's not, if your hormones are out of balance, it might be about how much or how little you're producing, but it also might be about how effective and optimal your body is at eliminating and metabolizing these hormones. Okay. So it's two things, production, elimination. Okay. Right. So let's, I'm going to start off first with people that are cycling and then I'll look at some symptoms around menopause. So if you are cycling and you are experiencing heaviness, real heaviness with your periods, a lot of blood essentially, or really painful periods, lots of maybe clotting that you noticed, um, these could all potentially be signs of estrogen dominance. So too much estrogen or like we just mentioned, your body is not doing a great job at eliminating the estrogen. Your body might not be making an excessive amount, but it's almost like, this is a crude way of doing it, but it's like building up because you're not able to like effectively flush it out, you know? So um, estrogen dominance, I see this a lot with clients. It also can come with lots of other things like headaches, migraines, weight gain, um, in general, other inflammation going on. I know that's a bit vague, general inflammation. <laughs> but a lot of the time, the, this, I see this all the time, histamine issues goes on a lot, partly because of people um, might not be detoxing estrogen very well, but also our world is a very estrogenic place. We've got lots of endocrine disruptors going on that really um, mess with our estrogen production receptors, all of that sort of stuff in the body. So Estrogen dominance is a big one that I tend to see a lot of the time with people, especially when there's heaviness, especially when there's painfulness, there's especially maybe when there's weight gain, new like that's not normal or not wanted or like a bit random and out of the blue or like weight that just can't shift. Sometimes it can be estrogen. Obviously, there can, there can be other things 
going on as well. You know, you might have really heavy periods and there might be fibroids happening, although you could argue fibroids also to do with uh, estrogen dominance, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so estrogen dominance, that's that. And what that means is basically too much estrogen going on in your body. So the next set of symptoms, if we look at sore boobs, anxiety, low mood before you're bleeding, especially if there's a lot of anxiety and low mood, the one to two weeks before you start bleeding, or if you have a lot of poor sleep in that latter phase, like before you start your period, um, if there is lots of maybe depression, if you've potentially had um, miscarriages, then there can be, oh, sorry, just someone walking in. Um, do you need something, Joe? All right, I'm, I was in the room with all the nappies. Bad, bad plan. Um, okay, so what was I talking about? Anxiety, low mood, sore boobs, um, miscarriage, short cycles as well. Um, like I used to have, I used to have like 18 day cycles. And often what this is indicating to us, again, this is not a definite thing, but often the patterns that I see is that this is a lot to do with low progesterone. So if you think about your cycle um, at the beginning, you've got um, the bleeding part, that's when your cycle begins, and then you have that slow rise of estrogen that builds up to ovulation. And then after ovulation, you should have a nice buildup and increase of progesterone. So any symptoms that you really have after your, um, towards like the week, two weeks before you start bleeding, if anything that regularly comes up then, it's probably got something to do, A, with your estrogen clearance. Because if you think about ovulation, you get this peak of estrogen and then it's your body's job to clear it. So it's how well are you clearing that? And often these things work, go to hand in hand, um, is that lowered progesterone, especially with um, anxiety, poor sleep, sore boobs. Like we think of progesterone as just like a period baby making hormone, but it's really important for your brain, really important for your brain. So I had a client who would just be like, have insomnia for about two or three days before she started bleeding. Um, but there was loads of stress going on in life. There was a couple of other, these symptoms. We did some um, hormone testing with her and she was, her progesterone was lowered. So as we supported her stress levels, because again, all of this stuff, you got to look at why is your progesterone low? Often it can be stress. Go look at why is your estrogen high? You know, all of these things, you've got to look at why is this happening? Um, and so there was a lot of stress going on in her life and there was a lot of poor hormone clearance with estrogen. There was a bit of estrogen dominance. And so when we supported that, her sleep improved. Like she wasn't getting that cyclical insomnia. Her energy got better, her anxiety and um, her mood also massively improved during that time. So low progesterone is also something I see a lot and that can go hand in hand with estrogen dominance those two things can it's not like oh I can only have one you you could potentially have all of these things going on which which does happen okay so low progesterone that's a big one that affects so many different things but that's really if you're looking for symptoms around that as a general rule is the week to two weeks before you actually start bleeding if you have something that comes up regularly and so for me I'll often um I know um if my progesterone is low, is if my cycle gets too short, if it gets like below 25 days, I know it's probably because I'm stressed and then my progesterone is too low. Um, or if my anxiety kind of just feels more extreme in that probably for me, it's a week before I bleed, then I'm like, oh, okay, I need to do some work to support my progesterone. So that's kind of what it looks like for me. But for other people, it's like their sore boobs or 
you know, all those good things. And also um, even conceiving as well. It's really important that you have adequate amounts of progesterone for conceiving, which is why sometimes people get given progesterone um, prescriptions and those kind of things if they've had a lot of miscarriages. Okay, so the next set of um, symptoms is excess facial hair or just excess hair around the body that is, feels a bit extreme. Obviously, we're meant to be hairy, but, um, you know, if you feel like you're sprouting a beard um, and you're like, oh, I'm only like 32, that's weird. Um, if you find that you maybe don't get anxious, but you maybe get really angry or aggressive uh, or your periods maybe are really long. So your cycle is like 36 days or something long. Um, or you maybe get no periods or you've had a PCOS um, diagnosis already then what that potentially is telling us, or with PCOS, we definitely know this, is that there's excess androgen hormones. So don't just assume this is, so androgen hormones are testosterone and DHEA, to put it simply. A lot of people just assume they have excess testosterone, but you could also have too much DHEA. So um, it's almost like an androgen dominance. So instead of estrogen, and you often with androgen dominance, you often do have estrogen dominance as well, because your testosterone aromatizes into or, or so simply you can create estrogen from testosterone so that can like feed this estrogen dominance fire as it were but those would all tend, tend to be symptoms of like there's just too much androgen hormones so too much testosterone too much DHEA like just way too much of that stuff going on in your system um and yeah that's not very fun either Okay, so that's for if you are cycling. What if you're men what if you're menopausal, perimenopausal, somewhere in that um process? Okay, so hot flushes. That's something people get a lot. I know my mom used to get them all the time. That can often be to do with and this is with progesterone, with progesterone, with menopause, it is potentially more person to person based. But with hot flushes, a lot of that can be to do with the changes in estrogen. And also it's worth saying with the menopause. The menopause is a massive change to your hormonal rhythm. And so it's a big change and it creates a lot of imbalance in the body. That's essentially what it is. So if you go into menopause with all of these imbalances already happening in your hormones, you go in with imbalanced hormones, it's you're really not setting yourself up for success. One of the best things that you can do to support your menopause is everything that you can do the like five or 10 years before you even enter perimenopause. So I'm 34. You can start to enter perimenopause at about 37 as early as that. And that's often sometimes when people are like, well, I've just suddenly gained loads of weight and I've suddenly blah, blah, blah. The best thing I can do, you can do to support your menopause because I've had lots of people in my family have horrendous menopause experiences, which I do not want to replicate as much as possible, is to actually really do this work of understanding and knowing and balancing your hormones now so that when you go into menopause, it's not like fire meeting fire, you know, which just is going to be crazy. You actually can go in your own menopause, uh, your own hormones. There's not crazy imbalance there. You understand them, you know how to support them. And then you go into this menopause, which is a big imbalance in itself. So it's worth saying, I say that to my clients all the time that I'm like, if we can get your hormones more balanced now, you're doing, you're setting yourself up for success so much in the future. So hot flushes, that can be a lot to do with changes in estrogen. So if you come into menopause with estrogen dominance, and I know menopause is the lowering of estrogen, but that change and depending on where you're at is often can be um, a big part of hot flushes, as well as insulin management. Really balancing your blood sugar is so important 
for your healthy hormones, especially when you're in menopause or perimenopause. Weight gain is a big one. Suddenly people are like, oh, I've never struggled with my weight. And then boom, two stone. And, and literally nothing has changed in their life or diet. This is a lot to do with insulin that with some insulin resistance that can be that can occur when you um, enter menopause due to estrogen. So your cells become more just immediately insulin resistant, even if nothing else in your. So you could eat the same, be exercising the same, and suddenly start gaining weight. And if you don't know how to manage your insulin, then that's when weight gain can happen really, really easily. Um, anxiety, that's a big one. And uh, I found with clients around menopause or postmenopause, and that can be to do with progesterone as well, because that's lowering. And again, if you had low progesterone going into menopause and that's already out of balance, then that can be a bit of a tricky one. Also insomnia. I work with a lot of clients who have like, this is probably more menopause and postmenopause insomnia. There's lots of research on it. And um, that can be more to do with your circadian rhythm, your progesterone levels um, and your cortisol management, that whole stress response thing. And also melatonin production, which often comes down to protein digestion and protein intake. Sorry, that's a whole tangent. You might be like, what? You've lost me, Kezia, but don't worry. It's fine. So those are some of the things of what it can mean, what these symptoms mean. And your job really is to just learn and to listen. So how can you find out more? How can you kind of take action on this? Because I really think your hormones are meant to serve you and be a gift to you and a gift to those around you. You know, if you have a female body and you're still cycling, you have the ability to create a new human. That is an incredible, incredible, incredible thing. And if you are in the menopause or postmenopause, then that has been, you have been able to create a human and now you're going into a different exciting season of life. And I don't think our hormones were, and ovaries were put in as to smite us, you know, just to make us suffer. I don't think that at all, but our culture has never really encouraged us to know about our hormones. Also, there's a massive lack of just data in, in terms of research around female hormones and sex hormones and menopause and all of these things and women's libido. And it's absolutely ridiculous, just the, the data gap, because it's just like, oh, it's just women's hormones. You know, it's that patronizing idea instead of this is how humanity exists maybe we should invest tons of money into researching this because it affects half the planet and it's so important and women should get to feel good and be healthy so anyway you can tell this pees me off a little bit <laughs> so what can you do now first thing if you do not track your cycle and your symptoms start doing that i use a myflow app there's lots of other apps that you can use um and just track because some things you might not realize are cyclical like, oh, yeah, actually, I always get acne at this point in my cycle. And it might not be when I said it, it might be at another point or you might be like, actually, you know, I always get really tired at this point in my cycle. Oh, you're right, Kezia. I don't sleep well every couple of weeks. And it's always at this point. Tracking your cycle and your symptoms is so helpful because then you'll start to notice patterns. That is such a great set of data to gather. When I'm working with clients, I re if they don't, if they already have tracked and got a lot of data where they're like, you know, this is when this happens. This is when this happens. It's so helpful. So if you don't do that, start doing it. You get lots of apps on your phone. I really like the MyFlow app because it has a bit of a more of a functional medicine approach to it, which I really appreciate. And I generally recommend that to clients, but there's loads of other ones. So you just want to know um, when you start bleeding and also what symptoms you have when. And this isn't just like cramping and period symptoms. This could be like low mood. This could be anxiety. This could be poor sleep, really low energy. I have certain points in my cycle where my energy just totally tanks. And 
but I now can expect that, plan that in. So it's not a big deal, you know? So that can be really, really important. Um, if you haven't been to the doctor and asked for routine blood work, especially if you think you're perimenopausal or maybe you think there's PCOS going on or you're struggling to conceive or whatever it is, make sure you go and get some routine blood work done. Really helpful. They might You might have already done that, probably have if you're listening to this and you've been told everything's normal, hence listening to this. In which case, come and work with me because we can figure it out, my friend. Um, but just in case you haven't done that, do go do that. Come and join the workshop, my How to Balance Your Hormones workshop. Uh, that will really give you more in-depth knowledge. Um, and the key thing in terms of action to take to actually help your hormones is supporting your blood sugar. And if you go back and listen to the episode I did with Jess, I talked to her a little bit about that. And she's been wearing continuous blood glucose monitor just so that we can check in there. Okay, I hope that is helpful. But I know that when it comes to your hormones, that they can just be better, you know? and feel better and be, dare I say it, maybe an enjoyable part of your life. Like I really enjoy my period. I enjoy cycling. I enjoy the seasons. I enjoy the fact that I'm not consistent with things. I enjoy the different phases and what each phase brings me. Um, that it's not, it doesn't hold me back. It propels me forward. But I know for so many people, when they're dealing with all of these miserable symptoms, obviously you're going to feel held back and pissed off at the fact that you bleed like totally that's understandable like me being all like oh that's your superpower when you're really struggling with awful painful horrible periods is a bit like well yeah f you kezia because <laughs> this is awful you've got to you've got to balance them and heal them first before you can appreciate them so i totally get if you hate your periods that's fine but i would just encourage you to focus on listening to them and really healing them because they can be so much better than they are right now okay so I hope you join me in my How to Balance Your Hormones workshop. Go to keziahall.com forward slash workshop to join. If you are after the 11th of, of July, you'll get access to the replay and all the goodies there. But I would love to see you there live. And we can, we're going to dive into this so much deeper. It's going to be about a 90 minute workshop. And we're just going to dive in deep, which I'm excited about. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. <laughs> I was going to say I appreciate you and your ovaries. <laughs> so much such a weird thing to say but you know it's came out of my mouth now and I can hear the crying escalating downstairs so I'm gonna go okay sending you lots of love thank you for being here bye thank you for listening to today's episode I'm so glad that you are here and if you're looking for more in-depth personalized support then remember I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon so head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply, <laughs> which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom. And feel free to bring a cup of tea, okay? I look forward to speaking to you soon.